Hey everyone, it's Michael. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. Super glad you're joining in on the podcast today. We are going to be talking about the message, The Journey Begins, that was preached by Daniel Verdugo. We're going to be talking to him today about what the role of the Holy Spirit is in our lives and how we can go on a journey with God. Before we dive into our conversation today, we did want to pause for just a moment. We found out this week that one of our students on the campus of Southwestern Adventist University lost her mom in a long battle to cancer. Our thoughts and prayers go out to Remington and her family as they're mourning the loss of her mom. And today, Thursday, May 6, is Remington's mom's funeral. So if you're listening to this on a Thursday or any day to come, I'd invite you to just say a, a quick prayer for Remington and to keep her family in your prayers. We began our episode thinking of her and praying for her and her family. Today on our podcast, we're looking at how God walks with us in the journey. So thanks for listening. Here's our conversation. Well, before we hop in, I just want to take a minute. I know that, uh, Danny, you talked in your sermon about one of our very special Swahoo students, her name is Remington. And um, on Saturday, you mentioned how her family has been going through a really rough time with her mother and her mother has been so brave in battling cancer. And we lifted her and her family up in prayer. And um, I'm like trying not to get super emotional. Okay. Um, and she lost her mom. So I want to take a minute in the beginning of this podcast and pray for her and her family. Um, Pastor Michael, would you do that yeah. for us yeah. to start out? Let's pray. God, it's uh, with heavy hearts that we come and we just want to lift up the Hill family to you. Uh, we want to pray for Remington and uh, her her father and her brother and the rest of the family as they're mourning the loss um, of her dear mother uh, with a long hard fought battle with cancer. Um, just pray that you give them comfort and peace during these times. Uh, it is so difficult to, to lose a loved one. Uh, and you know that to its full extent. So God, we pray for the outpouring of the Holy spirit in their lives, that they may see you, uh, that they may be comforted in the midst of their grief and that they may be assured with the hope that one day all will be made new, including a reunion with mom and wife. So, God, we leave the Hill family in your hands and uh, pray that you be with them even now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I, that was special, so thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in, in seeing some things on social media, it's amazing to see the faith that Remington has and um, the hope that she has. And that is like, that's a huge inspiration to me. Yeah. And um, yeah. that kind of that reminds me of how we were we are in Psalm 25 and um, verse four and five, and especially verse five, lead me by your truth and teach me for you are the God who saves me all day long. I put my hope in you. Mm. And so that's really special. I thought that it was cool how your message kind of like coincides with just having hope. And it's not necessarily about the destination, mm -hmm. but about the journey. And yeah. sometimes that's hard to remember, especially in times of loss. So you had a very special sermon and you definitely did it justice. That was cool. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. So going straight into um, not about the destination, but the journey that that's hard to remember, as I already said. And um, 
it's kind of funny. That's why I said I was going to talk about today because today has definitely for me been about the destination, especially since we're in finals. It's like <laughs> you want to get it over. Yeah, with. I, I have this place to go, then this place and appointments and blah, blah, blah. And um, I went to an appointment and it didn't go my way. And uh, I was very upset and I started crying. And then I was like, wait, OK, Lord, maybe maybe this is a sign that. I cannot worry so much about the destination, but about the journey. So maybe later today, because I didn't like the way this person treated me, or this didn't this didn't go my way, and maybe I can turn that around and be your light for somebody else today. Be like, you know what, Lord, they didn't show me you, but I can show you. So I kind of felt challenged and that was cool because then I'm like driving, I'm driving to the podcast and I'm like crying and I'm like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> Even though like, you know, here was my destination. Um, today is definitely going to be a journey yes, to try and yes. handle that and finals. Yeah. But yeah, that's Something my little that's tidbit. stuck out to me recently and it kind of, it ties into your message, Danny, and your experience today. Taylor, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. It's been an awful day so far. <laughs> Um, I hope it gets better and you leave this podcast telling the next people like yeah, exactly. <laughs> the flip no. of what you told us. About <laughs> no, it is going to get better. <laughs> uh, but something that's come to mind recently for me is that how we handle the darkness shows other people the light. Mm -hmm. Right. So when it's we, a testimony. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. How we walk through the difficult circumstances of life shows other people who God is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, um, I guess you know, in planning and, and, and writing, uh, uh, the sermon it, for me, it was a big thing because I'm always, I guess as a society, we've always been very goal oriented mm -hmm. and, you know, there is a destination, there is a, an end point that we want mm -hmm. to get to. Um, but no, this helped me realize it's, it's not about getting to a certain specific place. It's about walking with God day in and day out. And um, just dwelling with him, walking side by side, and and, and trusting in him mm -hmm. um, throughout the entire process, throughout the entire journey, mm -hmm. and it's lifelong. Mm -hmm. That's probably the most frustrating part, I yes. think, for most of us. It's yeah. lifelong. It's not yeah. gonna end. You know, I, the biggest thing for me is, I was thinking. I, I've heard many people, and myself included, is like, "Yeah, I want to, I want to go to heaven," and like, I think that's great. Like, mm -hmm. if we all want to go to heaven, but heaven isn't like the destination that's not where we should be i think it's dwelling with god like living mm -hmm. with him for mm -hmm. the eternity yeah yeah so for those of us that are a little bit more like focused i know i'm i i tend to be way too focused on like goals and sometimes that's good but like you know exactly what you're saying yes, like yes. sometimes it's it's better to not be quite as focused on that and more focused on all right lord where are you going to lead me next mm -hmm. so for those yeah. of us that I don't know, maybe find that a struggle. Where where can we find in the Bible? I know we talked about the Israelites and ex, uh, Exodus, sorry, excuse me. Um, but where can we find that strength to to realize that it's not about where we're going and the destination, but to let God lead? I yeah. know that's hard for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think <laughs> it's hard go. for all of us, and it's, mm -hmm. it's about putting our hope in Him. Um, but yeah, going back to the example or the story that we, we looked at, the Israelites, mm -hmm. Um, it was, it was crazy to see how, you know, it, it might've, must've taken, you know, days, weeks, months to, mm -hmm. for all this to, to prepare for everyone, all the work that was taken. And I mean, just that itself would have seemed like a super long journey, like yeah. a whole entire process. And it's like, yes, now that we finally have filled, you know, completed the tabernacle, we are done. But no, mm -hmm. that was just the start of the journey. It says, we read it in, in scripture that, you know, 
now once the tabernacle was filled with God's presence and his glory, that is when their journeys began and he was with them continually throughout their yeah. all of their journeys. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think it's I think it's humbling and it was really cool to be reminded of how mm -hmm. God was with them, like in the cloud and the fire and stuff. But in the same way, like maybe we don't have that. Maybe he's not like, you know, in a cloud by us today, right. but he he still walks beside us. And sometimes that's hard to fathom. You mm -hmm. know, you feel alone, but you never really are. Right. And I don't know. I, th I thought that was really cool how you brought that up. Like, you know, he he wants that fellowship with us and he is beside us just waiting for us to be like, okay, God, yeah, come on in. Just the invitation. Yes. Yeah, we just have to invite him. As we walk with God in our everyday lives, sometimes we can get distracted by the destination, right? I got to get to heaven. I got an eternal life waiting for me. We got to set back. We got to look at how the destination is great, but it's not our end goal. Our most important goal, the thing that we're called to do is to know God and to journey with him. And the journey becomes more important than the destination because the journey will get us where we need to go. So it's important for us to invest in that journey. So how do we go about our everyday lives, focusing on the journey as opposed to the destination? spirit you know and it's oh, yeah. just it was it was the same the, the series and it's the same thing it was just you know god left the comforter the holy spirit to be with us and so he just wants us to continually look for him continually yeah. just just say hey i invite you into my camp if you want to look yeah. at it that way right <laughs> like to dwell and, yeah. and and set up your tent yeah. among us and just just walk side by side yeah there's a uh, one scripture that's coming to mind right now is isaiah 30 chapter um, chapter 30, verse 20, though the Lord gave you adversity for food and suffering for drink, he will still be with you to teach you. He will see, you will see your teacher with your own eyes. Your own ears will hear him right behind you. A voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. This idea that God is willing to be actively a mm -hmm. part of our life and that we have the opportunity to see our teacher, to hear our teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like, uh, this is from the new living translation. Um, there's other versions that will say, um, even when you turn to the right or to the left, God will say, this is the way to go walk in it. And it's kind of got this idea of that when we turn anytime scripture uses right or left, mm -hmm. it's not the path of God. So it'll say that, um, one of the, the Kings of Judah turned to the right and to the left instead of following God. Oh. Okay. And so when this comes out of Isaiah and says, you'll hear this is the way you should go, whether you, whether to the right or to the left, it's more of the idea of when you turn to the right or the left, or when you turn off of the way of God, mm -hmm. you'll hear the voice then behind you, know. you say this, this new way, this different mm -hmm. way, not the right turn you just made or the left turn you mm -hmm. just made. This is the new way that God wants you to walk. Wow. Well, and you know, we talked, we talked in our last podcast with um, Kayla a little bit about it, but I feel like that kind of reminds me of how we talked about sometimes sometimes God puts doors in your way and you don't know which one to take, but he'll bless you no matter which one you do take. And oh, that's yeah. that's something that um, I think everybody will struggle with at some point in their life. Um, I'm an awful decision maker. I have just Same. realized that about myself recently yes. that like – 
it, it can be like the most minuscule thing. And I'm just like, I know. can somebody make the decision for me? Because I really <laughs> feel like I can't. So like for the big decisions, immediately I'm like, all right, God, like you got this. And whenever I don't feel like I get an answer and then I'm like, but which one is it? This isn't what I signed up for, God. You're supposed exactly, to tell me. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, but it's the idea that like, you will hear his voice behind you no matter what what path you take and yeah. you'll I, f I think you can get a feeling of whether it's right or wrong mm -hmm. and trusting that sometimes can be the hardest part it's like all right lord yeah. is this you is it not you i don't know yeah but yeah. oh yeah that's uh, i i can agree with you yeah. on that like i'm I'm terrible decision maker with the little things like, yes you know like do i really need this clothes or like it's like i'll try it on and if i like i like it but i was like i'll go home and think about it for two yeah. weeks yeah you may and yeah then... you make it a big deal and it's not <laughs> yes and so the same thing same thing we've been talking maria and i because you know we'll be mm -hmm. graduating soon and then um you know uh, hopefully we'll be blessed with a call and we're like i really hope we just get one yeah. yeah, because if we yeah. just get one, I know that's where God wants mm -hmm. us to be. It, 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 it's just gonna, easy. It's, it's just so much of. easier. Oh. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I can't imagine, yeah, being put in that position. Like, all right, like we're just gonna wait for the one. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes you're gonna be flooded. I actually had yeah. that recently with internships. I was like, mm -hmm. I was so scared, and I didn't have any options on the table. Yeah. And then April, I had like three options, and I was like which one and yeah. i was just waiting for lord to like yeah. to answer me and yeah. but that's still a blessing too and i exactly. like what you said like i yeah. like what you said that even though you know you have many doors open i mean mm -hmm. god is gonna bless in either yeah. one mm -hmm. either one and like my, and pastor michael said if we go maybe to the wrong door or something he'll we're just gonna be hear like, hey, him. Yeah, yeah 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 not quite go down this hallway back yeah. to the other door good option <laughs> but not what i wanted I think that's the beauty of a free will choice though because mm -hmm. we'd be very frustrated if our lives were just like well, I mean, we wouldn't know any other way, so I guess we wouldn't be very frustrated. But to think now that we have the opportunity for free choice mm -hmm. and free will, and then to think about not having that and just be like, well, oh. like this is what I'm, I'm destined to do mm -hmm. is yeah. X, Y, and Z. That kind of gets a little, it feels a little bland, mm -hmm. right? So I think even in the midst of our grumbling of, <laughs> of man, if only I could have just God would just open up the heavens and like this is where I want you to go. Um, I, I think that there's beauty in the agency that God gives us mm -hmm. in the decision-making for our lives. I think it deepens our dependency in mm -hmm. him, yes. right? Because like you said, if we just had everything planned out for us, oh, so easy. We don't have to mm -hmm. yeah. really seek him yes. because it's right. just, right. everything's already planned out. We hear often that God has a plan for our lives. What does it mean that he has everything planned out for us? And sometimes there's some uncertainty when we talk about God's plan for our lives. And is it important for us to know the destination or is it all in the details? Is God just trying to get a message across for us? I think in the midst of all this, as we wrestle with God's plan for our lives, it's important to keep in front of us that we live day by day according to his grace and mercy. And God gives us agency in our decision-making. And so as we combine our decision-making with God's plans for our lives and God's plan with our lives with our decision-making, we come to know a little bit more about Him. But yeah, if we, if we have so many questions and, and, and the unknown, the uncertainty that we talked about, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, we're, we're, we're drawn to Him more. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's funny because like the way you just said that, it's 
I feel like that's just society. That's us as humans. If we don't have the choice and we want the choice, we're upset. But, yeah. you know, and yeah, vice yeah. versa, we're also upset. So right, right now we're like, all right, Lord, make the decision. <laughs> but if we didn't have that opportunity, you know, right. and it was set for us, then we'd be like, I don't want this. I don't know if this is the best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so no matter what, like somehow we find some way to be unhappy, which is sad. Yeah. Humans. Exactly. Humans. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's sad. Um. Something else that stood out to me, I liked whenever you talked about how, and this is like whenever you were talking about looking looking over the past week and all the different, I think you called them eight calls that you guys yes, talked about. Yes, the calls of God, yeah. Yes, yeah, and yeah. whenever you were talking about prayer, you said prayer provides certainty in our like uncertain lives. And yeah. I really liked that. And I know mm -hmm. we've kind of like, we've had different um, sermons preached on prayer and that's kind of more what uh pastor kayla went into yes yes um last sabbath and one of our last podcasts um but to look at it that way is really cool not just as like yeah turn to god and pray and you know like he'll answer you in one way or another and maybe mm -hmm. it's not the way you're looking for but the idea that that is what we can be certain of in uncertain times at weird places in our life it's it's a comfort and sometimes you need to hear like it said plainly like i mm -hmm. haven't heard it said plainly like that yeah. everybody's always like oh pray about it and you hear that it's like okay yeah okay done that <laughs> but whenever you hear like prayer is certain and nothing's gonna change that that gave me peace so that was really cool yeah i liked how you yeah. said that no praise god it was um in the in the middle of the study of it it was like what do what do humans crave the most mm -hmm. and i think it kind of goes along the way with uh with us being very goal oriented you yes. know <laughs> we crave certainty. Like we want to know what's going to happen on the other side of whatever decision we make. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, going to God in prayer, I think that brings, I mean, we're never going to know what's, what's going to come. Right. But if we know that God, he is the only certain thing in our life and he is, um, you know, he will always be with us walking alongside of us. I think that brings a little bit of certainty and that, mm -hmm. that brings a, a calming sense. Yeah. Working on a college campus, one of the big things that comes up often in conversation is how do I know for sure what God wants me to do? Where do I go next? How can I find certainty in his plan for me? Well, I hate to break it to you, but the certainty that we seek is sometimes ill-founded because we can be so caught up on being certain about where we're going that we miss the journey that's on the way. And that's difficult sometimes, right? Because we want to know. We want to hear our prayers answered. But in the midst of maybe unanswered prayers and we feel ourselves stumbling around and God hasn't really responded, I think it's in those times that we can hear his voice the clearest because he's asking us to wait and be still in the midst of everything. We have to learn to trust. And that kind of, that kind of reminds me of how Sometimes whenever we are so goal oriented, it's easy to focus on the goal that we have ahead and just pray to God for that. Just be like, all right, Lord, like, okay, I'm in distress now. So help me with this. And then once we reach that goal, then it's like, okay, breathe for a second. Sometimes you even forget to pray. But yeah. then the next time another goal comes up, then you're like, all right, Lord, like be with me. And, you know, it's almost like yeah. we wait for those, those destinations that we're looking for to mm. actually commit ourselves and our lives to prayer. Yeah. yeah. And it takes, I think it takes time and dedication. I'm still like, you know, learning what that looks oh, like. Absolutely. Starting yes, my day off yes, with yes. prayer. Whenever yeah. I forget, I'm like, oh, Lord, forgive me. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't start out my day with you. And, but yeah. yeah. 
Another one of the eight calls, he said, we are called to bless and affirm others. Mm. That's cool. Also very difficult because in a world where, I say in a world, this is just like human tendency. So I don't know. But in a world where everything is about me, me, Mm -hmm. me, and you look out for yourself. Yeah. Having to step back for a second and be like, whoa, this isn't about me. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that was kind of like my humbling experience today is like stepping back and being like, whoa, like I shouldn't make this about me. How can I make it about somebody else? Right, yeah. How can I bless somebody else? Because I was upset instead of just focusing on that and like yeah. pity party. Um, and that's something really important. And honestly, I feel like you can. This is definitely like a learned trait, but this just kind of like popped into my mind that it depends on who you hang out with, I think. Oh, yeah. Because the more you hang out with people that kind of have the tendency to think about others or Mm -hmm. be empathetic towards, okay, not me, but like, what can I do for you? Even if you're not like naturally that way as a person, you start to do that because it's like, oh, so-and-so always thinks about me. So I want to think about them and bless them and affirm them. And so that was kind of cool to hear about. No, yeah, that was that was I think one of my favorite calls mm-hmm. um, that we we went over uh, this past week during the deep calling journey, um, because yeah, it's I think it's very hard for humans, you know, and and it does take practice. It's just you know over and over mm-hmm. repetition and you know celebrating those you know victories of our friends and 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 the people around us, um, yeah. just uplifting them, building them up instead of you know bringing them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why it's really under- important to understand the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Mm-hmm. Because Paul talks talks up and down, and we looked at this in yes. the, the the second message of the baptism series at Romans five and six. Paul talks mm-hmm. up and down mm-hmm. that it's no longer we who live, but it Christ, it's Christ yes. that lives in us. Mm-hmm. So the only action that we have to take is an invitation to Christ to live inside of us. Who are we serving? Are we serving God, or are mm-hmm. we serving someone else or something else? Mm-hmm. And the only decision that you need to perhaps have the willpower to make is to say, I'm choosing to serve God today. I'm wanting the Holy Spirit to live in my life today. And the only way that you can make that choice is by the power of God working on yes. your heart to begin with. <laughs> exactly. Right? And so I think, and I've been talking with um, Pastor Russ about this. We had him on back in January right after the um, um, the Capitol riot. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go back and check out that message or uh, conversation if you'd like. Um, but he is no longer convinced that self-discipline is a thing. Hmm. The idea that we can discipline ourselves into right living. Mm. Like what does that what does that teach us? That teaches us that if we work hard enough, right, we'll live good, happy, and well lives. Mm-hmm. And that's not what the scripture says at all. Scripture says, "Follow me. And Follow the way of, of the Jesus. Yep. I'll take care of the yep. rest." Right. And so, and and working from a place of sheer willpower, oftentimes we find ourselves going through life white knuckling holding on to the steering wheel so hard that we're just trying to get get if i can i can just get through finals week this week if i could just go i'll just be Uh okay i'm just gonna hold on for dear life and do this and that's not the abundant life that Mm -hmm. jesus came to give he came to give us so 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 much more he came to give us life and life abundantly so that we could live happy and well lives that aren't plagued by guilt and shame Mm -hmm. and i didn't do i didn't i read two pages of my bible this morning and not 257 and such a bad christian no god has called us to live free to live happy to live well and all we have to do is place ourselves in his care and then any decision that we make we've already made the decision we've chosen to follow god Mm -hmm. does what i'm doing allow me to follow god better or worse 
when we invite. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the essence of discipleship. You mm -hmm. know, it's just this doing life together, mm -hmm. walking with God, mm -hmm. and walking with Jesus, and mm -hmm. you know, going through this deep calling journey. That was the idea: is you know how to be a good disciple, mm -hmm. uh, uh, aligning yourself with God, and how to you know disciple others. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. At first, I was like, man, this word disciple, it's like unattractive. Like. <laughs> I don't know for for like you know for like the non-believer for like the non-adventist like the word disciple could be like it's intimidating and it's yeah. like what is this you know fancy word but, I can see that yeah right and in essence it's just doing life together well and that's what mm -hmm. I like what you side by side what you brought out in your message when you're talking about the tabernacle mm -hmm. I don't know that I've ever heard it in the that cogent of terms but you 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 kind of you basically finished with like why was it so important that God would be with His people what's so significant about this. Mm -hmm. Is that it didn't matter the journey. It's that God was with his people. Yep. Doesn't matter where your head is, as long as you're with yeah. God, he's yeah. in the midst of the people. Mm -hmm. And that's where I want God to be in my life, mm -hmm. is walking with me. And mm -hmm. as we are disciples, if God is in our midst, it doesn't matter where we're headed. Mm -hmm. Right. Because right. God is walking with us and he's the one that's directing our steps. Yep. So I love that. I feel like there will be like, I want to use it in a good way. But I feel like there will be little destinations like along our path that we can choose sometimes whenever like we reach an end goal, like you were talking about white knuckling till finals. And then <laughs> like immediately what I think about is tomorrow I'm free. And then I'm like, I'm going to be like, oh, what do I do now? Like I've, <laughs> right? got, I've got a plan for next week, but like for now, like what do I do? Yeah. And sometimes whenever we reach those like in quotes, destinations mm -hmm. and our goals, it's, it's easy to be like, all right, cool. God, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like you may, you, you got me through, like, I'll let you know the next time, yeah. but it's not, it's not about, okay, we made it. It's like praising him. Like, oh, cool. This is another milestone, but you're going to be with me now after this high is like back yeah. down. And I'm like humbled again and yeah. continuing regular life. Yeah. And that was, that's cool. Yes. No, you're completely right. There's nothing wrong in having goals. Okay? No, Let me no, just no, say no. that. There's yeah. nothing wrong no, in having goals or having, uh, uh, you know, milestones in your life. But yes, always just remembering to walk alongside God mm -hmm. when everything's going good and then when everything's also yes. going bad. Yeah. When it's yes. not going your yeah. way. Right. Right. And I think in those moments where we white knuckle ourselves to a particular destination, mm -hmm. we are not able to enjoy the destination because we've driven ourselves and we so don't create hard. that space for God to maybe provide some other mm -hmm. opportunity for us. You know, exactly. we're so focused on what we think is the best decision, yes. or the best yeah, outcome, yeah. and we just don't open up to Him. Yeah. God promises to be in relationship with His people. Full stop. It's a promise that He gives to us. And whether we're certain or uncertain about His love, know that His love is sure that God walks with us every single step. And in our certainty and in our uncertainty, we can know that God promises to walk with us everywhere we go. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Elevate Retake. You guys make this so much fun and worth doing. We believe here at Elevate Retake that we're doing more than a podcast, we're building a community. So we'd love to hear from you. If you've got thoughts or questions on this or today's episode, we'd love to hear from you. Click the link in the description and engage with us on social media and in our voice message. I'm stumbling over my words because it's the end of the day and I'm having to re-record this. So if you hung on for the end of this episode, you came to know that the
this is the second time I had to do that. There was something that was corrupt in the audio files. And shout out to Shane for pointing that out to me and me having the time to redo this on a Wednesday evening before it goes up on Thursday. So with all that being said, thanks so much for listening, for sharing with someone who needs to hear. And we look forward to catching you on the next episode of Elevate Retake.